Welcome back to the Corona Cup Battle of the Bands. Today is March 29th. That is a Sunday, although it doesn't really matter anymore, does it? Um, anyway, it's a Sunday. We're still locked down here in Tan City. I believe it's day six, but who gives a damn? It, they don't matter. It doesn't matter what day it is. Nothing matters. It's four o'clock. Who gives a shit? Might as well be five. Doesn't matter to me. You know why? Because I don't do anything anymore. Um, howdy, folks. Uh... So today is uh, the second first round matchup. Um, this one is between the 1965 Beatles classic album Rubber Soul and the 1971 Sticky Fingers album from the Rolling Stones. Uh, joining me on the call today are Leanne Cash, Gabe Sowell, and Emma Ross. Uh, once again, uh, folks, first impressions from these two albums. <coughs> I am going to say that when I was listening to both albums, I really felt that uh, Sticky Fingers was more definitive to the Rolling Stones versus Rubber Road being more of a Beatles thing. Mm -hmm. It just didn't sound as much like the Beatles that I always listened to, and it just didn't strike me as something like, you know, one of their best. I yeah. agree with that. <clears throat> I, uh, what struck me about it is that I feel like Rubber Soul is kind of the perfect mediary between the early Mop Top Beatles and the late Psychedelic Beatles. Um, it feels like it's kind of, you can see the transition happening. Um, the one thing that stuck out to me, I, I talked about this to a certain extent, you know, you just, yesterday when we were talking about Bon Jovi, I talked about the times you sort of just cringed. Um, I never cringed from like, oh my God, this is doesn't age well or something in that sense. But there are two songs on there's an, on e one on each of these albums uh, that I really enjoy musically. They got a really nice groove to them, uh, fun to listen to. But they are both have like bad lyrics. Not like run for your life. Not bad as in um, not quality, but bad as in. John Lennon's gonna kill somebody, folks. Um, yeah, run, for, it your run life. for your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> run for your life on Rubber Soul and Brown Sugar on Sticky Fingers are both good songs with a good groove to them. But Brown Sugar is kind of racist, and Run for Your Life is kind of misogynistic. So uh, that's fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Rubber Soul kind of needs more of their instrumentals to rely on for this versus the lyrics. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's a nice little just kind of introductory thing. Um, so I guess we'll break them down one by one. We'll start with Rubber Soul. Uh, Emma, your take on Rubber Soul. Um, I, I was okay with it overall, but kind of going off of what Gabe said, like nothing on this album is like my song. Mm -hmm. um, Drive My Car, obviously I already knew, and that one is fine. <laughs> it's fun to sing along to every couple of months. Um, Norwegian Wood, I didn't think I knew until I heard it, and it's like, oh yeah, and that one's just like, it's got a fun tone to it, it's mm -hmm. just fun to sing along to. Um, you Won't See Me, I Had No Feelings One Way or Another, Nowhere Man, I fucking hate. It's really? so stupid. I Ooh. hate it. It's dumb, it's pointless, it doesn't have a good, like, musicality to it, I hate that song. <laughs> um, you know there's a John Lennon biopic called Nowhere Man. I'm pretty sure. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, think for yourself. 
meh, whatever. Same with the word Michelle, I at least knew. Um, but again, pretty ambivalent on what goes on. I think I liked. I can't really remember. I think I did. But that's kind of the tone for this, if you haven't already figured that out. It's <laughs> kind of just unmemorable. Yeah. Um, In My Life, okay, In My Life is a song that I adore, that I love, that I would listen to every day if I could. Thing is, I have heard a bunch of other renditions of In My Life, and every single one I have liked more than the Beatles version. Mm. Because every other version I've heard of In My Life has been, like, very slow, more acoustic. There was an acapella version I heard my high school choir do a few years back, and that's like, that is it for me. That's my top rendition of that. But I think that's what it was always more meant to be. When I hear it slowed down, I think, yeah, this song was meant to be a very slowed down, sweet, romantic, acoustic song. That's not what the Beatles did with it. And, excuse me, honestly, I I love the song so much, and I've heard it done so much better that it almost kind of just disappoints me whenever I hear the Beatles version now. Um, wait, and if I needed someone, I honestly don't really remember. And Run For Your Life, yeah, I was I was bopping. And then I was listening to it, actually listening to it, and I'm like, oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, fun. Yeah, totally. Um. So, overall, like, it, oh, oh, Looking Through You, I love. That's, like, the one that I really, really will headbang to off yeah. of this album, because it's, it's a good time. So, yeah, like, overall... There's a few good songs on here. There's a few good songs on every Beatles album, I think. But I was like, nah, okay. Fair enough. Uh, Leanne takes on Rubber Soul. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I knew a couple of the songs going in. Um, I've just seen a face is one of my favorite songs in general, so I'm kind of biased towards it. Yeah, I love it's that. Uh, is I just seen a face on Rubber Soul? Um, I, so. I was gonna say this if it's not, if it didn't think. come up before we got to me, I was gonna say this, but Rubber Soul and Revolver are kind of a weird thing. So the Beatles catalog, just I'm gonna, I'll come back to you, Leanne. I promise, but I I need to clarify oh. this. Um, the Beatles catalog is a disaster. Um, if you're a record collector, um, because. They started out recording in 62, but they didn't break through in the U.S. until 64. And Mm -hmm. so there's like five Beatles albums that came out in 64 in the U.S., several of which were already out in the U.K., and they're completely scrambled. A lot of them don't even have the same songs, and they have different titles. Um, because Capitol Records got the rights to the catalog in America, while Parlophone owned them in the U.K., and so Capital, because the Beatles made all these tacky-ass movies, mm-hmm. um, Catalog would recut <clears throat> albums to use them as soundtracks to promote the movies. So Hard Day's Night in the U.S. and Help in the U.S. are about half the original album in the U.K. and then, like, film store shit. Um because of that, they would take those songs and throw them around in other places. So the album Yesterday and Today, uh, which is in Amer- which is an American album, has Day Tripper, Drive My Car on it, and some other stuff like that. Uh, obviously, Yesterday, that album was never released in the UK, but the songs were in on other albums. Yesterday and Today is the one that has the like Butcher Baby cover that's worth like a stupid amount of money. Um, mm-hmm. 
And so they all had different titles and different configurations up until Rubber Soul. And the now in 67, when Sgt. Peppers came along, they finally fixed it. So Sgt. Peppers in the U.S. and the U.K. are identical. The track listings are identical. The only way you know if you got one or the other is based on what label it's on. And from then on out, it's the same. But Rubber Soul and Revolver got really messed up because they kept the same title and the same artwork from the UK version, but not the same track listing. So oh, like, what the hell? I own both albums. I have a US copy of Rubber Soul and a UK copy of Revolver. Um, it's so dumb. It's terrible. So the Rubber Soul US... Emma listened to the UK version that Drive My Car and Nowhere Man is on. Leanne listened to the U.S. version that I've just seen a face is on. What else is on that one? Most of them are the same. Norwegian Wood, You Won't See Me, Think For Yourself, The Word, Michelle, I'm Looking Through You, In My Life, Run For Your Life, Wait. Those are all on both. Mm -hmm. Um, The biggest differences, I think, are uh, Drive My Car and... uh, Nowhere Man are on the UK version and not the US version. They're replaced with I've Just Seen a Face and It's Only Love on the American version, I think. There may be more differences, but I think that's the biggest difference. So, yes. um, Emma had the UK version. Leanne had the US version. I also had the US version just because that's the vinyl that I own. But I did double check, like, which other songs were on the UK version so that if they came up, I could also discuss them. Sorry for that stupid tangent. Actually, yeah, bl- blame the labels, <laughs> like, not what? me. Um, go ahead, Leanne, with what you were saying. Um, that confused me because I really do like um, Drive My Car. That's another one of my favorite Beatles. But yeah, um, yeah I really liked. Uh, um, let's see here. Uh, in my life, I kind of enjoyed until the lyrics popped in. I like the instrumentals of In My Life, but I just couldn't. It could just be the audio quality from the age of it or the accents. I had trouble understanding them for a couple of the tracks. Yeah, that's probably fair. I think most of these were cut in mono. I imagine they were cut in mono because it was 1965, so yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it overall. There's a couple tracks here that I kind of broke it. Okay, that's fair. Um, Any other thoughts before we move on? Nah. Alright, Gabe, uh, your thoughts on Rubber Soul. Mine? Yes. Uh, I'd say, but just not not the Beatles I like, not the Beatles I listen to, not, not really much of my... Not my forte, really, at mm. all, comparatively to their other albums. <laughs> Fair enough. Um... I enjoyed Rubber Soul. Um, I don't... So, yeah, I listened to the U.S. version. Um, I really do like Drive My Car and Nowhere Man. Um, I I hate that they were... I don't know why they were cut. They're two of the bigger songs on the album, but whatever. Um, but I love I've Just Seen a Face, and I think that actually, to me, kind of fits <laughs> this album better than Drive My Car does musically. Um and then Norwegian Wood is interesting. It's the first uh, George Harrison sitar song. Um, he plays sitar on a bunch of the later weirder stuff like Sgt. Pepper's and Magical Mystery Tour. Um, 
but yeah, that was the first appearance of the sitar here. Um, also, I found this out while researching it. I think it's very funny. Oddly enough, Norwegian wood is very popular among country artists. Um, Waylon Jennings and Hank Williams Jr. have both covered Norwegian wood. Um, huh. Yeah, that's very strange. Um, rest aside, one was kind of meh. I enjoyed the word a lot. Um, and then my tidbit I found out reading on that was that it was, according to Paul McCartney, the first song the Beatles wrote while high. Um, huh. <laughs> they, that was their kind of first step into writing high. They were already using drugs by the time, but they had for up until then kind of had a policy of we write sober. Um, the paths had never crossed. Right, and they wrote the word high, which makes a ton of sense. Um, and then I like Michelle also. I think it's very nice and pretty and, you know. Um, I'm looking through you, Emma said, was really good. I agree. That was probably, like, my favorite song on the album that I wasn't already familiar with. Um, I've just seen a face, and In My Life, I think, are the two biggest ones, at least from the U.S. version of Rubber Soul. I really dig both those, but I loved uh, I'm Looking Through You. And then Run For Your Life, like I said, has an awesome energy to it, but it's terrible. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my take on Rubber Soul. Um, I, I do love I've Just Seen a Face. I want to put that out there. Like, if I'd listened to that version, I would have been happier because that's also one of my favorites. Fair enough. Um, Sticky Fingers, Rolling Stones. Uh, yes, we'll start with Emma. Um, okay, so brown sugar, yeah, we've already gone over. It's great. It's very offensive, though, so we'll just kind of... Yeah. I'll, I'll let that cancel each other out. I think Run for Your Life and Brown Sugar do cancel each other out here. Um, yeah. They're both, yeah. They're both just a neutral. Yeah. Um, sway, I wasn't too uh, swayed by... Yuck, yuck, yuck. Um, wild Horses, I loved. Um, yeah. I also listened to it last night driving to get takeout dinner and looking at all the trees blooming and realizing how much of spring I was going to miss and that was a whole fucking hell of a vibe um, <laughs> to listen to that song and be very very wistful um, Can't You Hear Me Knocking was great uh, You Gotta Move I wasn't super impressed by it was just the vocals were very very strange Yeah, um, Bitch I loved I love I that loved song bitch. I was headbanging a bitch um I got the blues was really nice. Um, good waltz, almost like it was a waltz rhythm, and I enjoyed that. Sister Morphine was also really good. My favorite part of that was um, cousin Cocaine. Yeah, uh, kind of took me out of it a little bit, but I had to had to laugh. But I really liked it. Um, <clears throat> Dead Flowers was that supposed to be their attempted country? Um, kind of, yeah. So they, the Stones, the Stones are country fans, believe it or not, and uh, they've covered, or they're not covered, but they have several songs that are country-ish. Um, yeah. And Jagger is on record saying that Dead Flowers doesn't work because of him. He yeah, no, that's he, very true. He that's is, 100% true. He takes the blame for the Stones country-inspired music kind of sucking because he says, you know, Keith Richards can play country. Mick Jagger cannot sing country. He really cannot. Um, so. so, yeah, the lyrics were cool, but then it's a British guy trying 
very exaggeratedly to do a hard R sound, and it's like, please, Mick, stop. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Um, and Moonlight Mile was cool. I liked that. So yeah, overall, I I didn't realize how much I liked this album before I listened to it all the way through, mm-hmm. and I liked it quite a bit. Uh, Leanne takes on Sticky Fingers. Uh, I really liked. Oh, I'm gonna bring it up. Oh, what was it? Um, Wild Horses. I've known that one prior, but yeah. nobody listened to it. I didn't get yeah a while to listen to it. And then, Morphine was awesome. You like that song? And, uh, that was kind of cool. It was sort of out there, but at the same time, it was still within the same album. Like, it had the same feel of it. Yeah. And, um, oh. Good Flowers was completely left field, but the instrument was good, vocal wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I think we can all kind of agree on that. Um, but that really was the only thing that stood out to me about the album overall. Okay, Gabe? This album's good for headbanging, 100%. Love it. It's yeah. fun. I can enjoy. I love the guitar. Just all the instrumentals were great. I And, you know, like we've already said, Bitch was great. I love that song. Um, so, my take on Sticky Fingers. Uh, full disclosure... It's the first album I ever owned on vinyl, um, and I am a little bummed that Evan didn't make today's show uh, as he originally planned, because Evan bought me Sticky Fingers on vinyl a couple of years before I really started to collect records. Um, so I wanted to kind of ask him if he remembered that, because, God, I love this record. Like, I, okay, this is... This is not going to maybe come off super well because um, I can't almost say anything critical about this. Um, <laughs> we mentioned before, okay, we all have our favorites. Uh, you can check out our website and see our number one artists. The Stones are mine, 100%. Um, seeing the Stones in 2015 was a concert experience I'll remember for the rest of my life. Um, it was, and they were touring to support the reissue of this album. Uh, so they played like half the album that night, and I freaking love this album, and I can't say enough good about it. Um, I, I, okay, I say I can't criticize anything. There are things I can criticize, namely the fact that brown sugar is offensive. Um, they, uh, they did the, they changed the lyrics when I saw them. Um, they didn't sing the original lyrics to it, um, which is probably good. Um... But yeah, like I love everything on this album. Sway is fun. Um, I feel like if you're like just tired and weary from the concert, that's a good song. Um, Wild Horses is great. By the way, um, I don't know if you guys, any of you guys are into this or not, but a couple years ago they redid Wild Horses with Florence Welch um, (laughs) duetting with Jagger, and it's really cool. Um, So if any of you guys are into Florence and the Machine, check that out um, because it's kind of fun. Um, can't you hear me knocking is great. Um, the, they say that the song was, you know, it's like seven minutes long. It's the easily longest song on this album. One of the longest hits that the stones have. Um, they didn't write it that way. Um, they just kind of kept playing and they left the tapes going and it ended up being seven minutes long. Um, 
but it's a really sick jam. And for some reason, I always hear "Can't You Hear Me Knocking" on movie soundtracks. Has anyone else encountered that? It, it, I feel like it's in a ton of movies. I know that I have. I just can't think of any at the moment. Hold on a second. I'm it's gonna... just—it's got a very Hollywood riff. Um, I will bet you anything it's been in some Scorsese movie or another because Scorsese uh, loves um, Rolling Stones. Have you seen Shine a Light? No. Scorsese directed a documentary about the Stones called Shine a Light. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, he's a huge Stones fan. Um, and Shine a Light, I believe, is like a little-known song off of one of their albums. I think it's off Exile on Main Street. I don't remember. It was um, in uh, Casino, which is a Scorsese film. It was in Blow, which I've heard of but never seen, um, and a few others that yeah, I haven't heard of before. That makes but sense. Yeah. Um, you got a move. I assume you guys probably didn't care for that one a great deal. Um, it's a cover of a blues artist named Mississippi Fred McDowell. Um, and he apparently, because it's it sounds like an old blues song. They really didn't change anything about it. And uh, so that's kind of a weird thing, especially after Can't You Hear Me Knocking. But Bitch is awesome. Uh, I don't have anything to say about I Got the Blues. That's like the one song on here I don't really know super well. Um, Sister Morphine is a ton of fun. Um, that is co-written by Marianne Faithful, Jagger's girlfriend at the time. Um, and then, uh, Dead Flowers was, has been obviously kind of logically covered by a lot of country artists also, um, including Towns Van Zant and his version of it appears in the Big Lebowski. Mm. Um, so the fact that there's a song on a Rolling Stones album that appears in the Big Lebowski is just the most me thing I can think of. <laughs> it just is very fitting and it makes me so happy. Um, and then Moonlight Mile, um, I get, I believe Jagger wrote that entirely himself. Um, and it's a, uh, it's a song about loneliness on the road, which is kind of a theme here. I mean, Wild Horses is sort of that too. So, um, yeah, no, I, I love Sticky Fingers and I really can't say a bad thing about it. So... Um, that's, that's my spiel. Um, so verdicts, I guess, unless we have any other thoughts. I've got my verdict. Okay. Got mine. Emma, go ahead. Right. Fingers. Uh, sticky fingers all the way for me. Leanne? I would have Beatles. You're in for rubber soul? Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. Gabe? Huh? Your vote, sir. Oh, I said sticky fingers. Oh, well, you were garbled. Um, and, oh, and I mean, obviously, me too. I love that album. Um, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I was afraid coming into this that my precious Rolling Stones were going to get spanked. <laughs> um, because I know, Emma, how much you love uh, In My Life. And I've just yeah. seen a face, and I was... But not this version. <laughs> I know, but I wasn't thinking. I was afraid that was going to color it for you. Um, Leanne, I knew you were a lost cause, because I've tried and tried and tried <laughs> to shove the stones down your throat, and you don't do it. So, um, anyway, uh, that was fun. Uh, so, Sticky Fingers moves on to face Slippery When Wet down the line. 
the results. Does anybody know those... who Joe Diffie is? Yeah, oh, I love Joe Diffie. Why? He just died. He Joe Diffie died, my lord. From coronavirus. Oh shit. I don't That's know why terrible. I said it like that. Coronavirus. Corona yeah, he just died. Well, I have um, to look into that. I love me some Joe Diffie. Um, sorry. Uh, another, <laughs> this is random. Um, I saw this on the radio today. I was going to mention it. Um, apparently, uh, if we're still having concerts come July, hopefully we will be, um, ZZ Top is back on tour, and their opening act is Ooh. Willie Nelson. Is who? Willie Ooh. Nelson. He's opening for ZZ Top. Okay, I'm sorry. Who is the Willie audio? Nelson? Oh, okay. Oh, what is this? Cool. Yes, Willie Nelson is opening for ZZ Top on their latest tour. So, <laughs> um, that's so weird to me and so interesting. Um, I know ZZ Top tends to bring their openers out and play with them for a little bit too. So that that'll be interesting to see what what they come up with. Um. Anyway, um, that's it for us, I guess. Um, so there's one more Stones album, Let It Bleed, uh, which is coming up here in a few days, I think. And, of course, the Beatles have tons of stuff, so Cutting Rubber Soul isn't that big of a loss, I don't think, because we got several more Beatles albums coming. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in here, and uh, until next time, rock on, my friends. <laughs>